Hey guys, welcome to Defy the Norm podcast. So today I'm sitting down with Brooke from Be Happy Designs. Now, the universe works in really mysterious ways. Just a week ago, I was telling Gabby how much I wanted to interview Brooke because I really admire her creativity on Instagram. I think uh, she just shows up to that space with such a great attitude and fun. And, you know, she too is uh, living in an RV with her kids. And there's just something that I've been drawn to, but drawn to her. But, you know, with Instagram, it's funny because you don't know somebody, but you feel like you know somebody. Well, it just so happened that I was pulled over on the side of the road waiting to get into our campground and our kids were running around and playing and they happened to pull in right behind us, assuming like, oh, well, you can't enter the campground yet. Long story short, uh, we pulled in an hour later and she messaged me like, hey, I recognize your kids. So I thought it was pretty rad that uh, we, our past just happened to cross after I had just said, I really want to interview her. So we had a really good time sitting down and talking just about life in general and how amazing it is to live in an RV and just, you know, enjoying life really to the fullest and what it means to us. So I hope you enjoy this interview. To inspire you to boldly and unapologetically live outside the box, dream big, and question everything. This is the Defy the Norm podcast with nomads with a purpose. Ari Brooke, so thanks for joining me today. As I turn on the energy, two minutes ago I tell her, oh man, Brooke, I'm so tired, I can't do this, but I can because I can turn this on. I used to teach gymnastics for like, she's 25 years, and it would be like that, you just walk in, oh, I can't teach another gymnastics class. All right, kids, let's go, we got this. So thanks for joining me. Thank you, it's great <laughs> to be here. And what are the odds? So I told uh, my daughter, last week hey i really want to have brooke on because i just admire her in a lot of ways but one of the ways i admire her the most is that you're so darn creative and on your instagram i think you're just amazing i go i don't have that talent and so is that come naturally for you um i mean i've always liked like drawing and things like that i think it's probably more from like my dad um but yeah i don't know i think part of it so I have my doctorate in physical therapy um, and so I think part of it was always like this challenge of um, doing something new and, and almost this creative like every patient is different right I mean every shoulder is going to be different and okay. so it was like this challenge of you know what am I going to do with this person um, to creatively get them you know to their ultimate goal and so I think with Instagram and like my knitting and crochet that has kind of taken the void of the physical therapy. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure. Um, I know. So I jumped right into it. Uh, Brooke has this amazing company, Be Happy Design, where she crochets really rad hats. And my youngest daughter, Tatiana, in fact, when I was walking up here, so I do this a lot. Let me back up real quick because it just happened. I followed Brooke for a long time. Brooke's followed us for a long time. And we were waiting to get into this campground at Sand Hollow in Utah. And 
I didn't, uh, our site wasn't available. We we're a little early for check-in, but you know, if you're a full-time RV or even if you just RV, you know, you're like, oh, sometimes it's like, where do you wait before check-in? You check out of one place, you check into another. It's like, you're in limbo, where do you wait? And so it just happened that we were waiting for our site and she recognized my tribe of kids that we kind of stand out where we go. So it was awesome because otherwise, I mean, if we hadn't stopped there, we probably wouldn't have known that we were camped here. And, and so we, um, that's how we ended up crossing paths. Even though I was just telling Gabby last week, I'm like, I want to interview Brooke and go, wow, how crazy it is that we ended up at the same spot at the same time. And it was pretty amazing. So it, Tati, when I was coming up here to say, I'm going to go interview Brooke, she's like, tell her I want to do what she does. <laughs> tell her, I think Tatiana is extremely creative and like wants to crazy creative in like, I don't know how it's going to work out for her as an adult, but right. um, she's like, I want to, yeah, tell her. I'm really excited to tell her. I want to be like, I My like her hat. My growing, so she <laughs> learns to knit or crochet. Well, yeah. she, Tatiana um, loves to sew, and so it's nice with us having a home base in Polson that we have. We go back for a little bit and she can sew. She's adamant about free sew, like she won't use a pattern. And I'm like, I can't help you. I'm, I'm right. very systematic. <laughs> I have a very logical brain. Like, I could try to learn to use a pattern. Oh, no. She, like, freehand cuts out her patterns and then sews clothes for us. It's interesting, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. So it's, um, I usually wait till the end of someone's interview, but I have this uh, intuition from right now when you said that about uh, for personal or for physical therapy and how you like analyze it. I'm pretty sure you're my daughter, Isabel, that you're an Enneagram 9-8. Am I, do you have any idea? I've okay. never taken a test. No, I, mean, I, I even think like, so we obsess over Enneagram and then Myers-Briggs too. And I came back from meeting you the first time because you know on Instagram, you can't really right. gauge people. You're like, oh, I don't know. Like everyone seems nice. Everyone, we all portray ourselves as nice, even though we all have our demons. And I go back and be like, Isabel, I think Brooke is you. I think she's an, a 9-8 uh, virtuoso because you're so, uh, virtuosos are so good with their hands anyways. Mm -hmm. And then you tell me you're a physical therapist. So I'm thinking like you're really good with your hands and like yeah. adjusting people and you've always had this creativity. Yeah. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to know after that's what you test that. Because 9-8 would be, um, nine is like the core desire is just peace. Like you just seem really calm. Mm -hmm really chill yeah. and actually seeing the tattoo on your arm <laughs> what does the tattoo say um where you are is where i want to be yeah which would not say necessarily chill but like it does to me like say like yeah where are you at the beach yeah let's go to the beach yep. where are you at the mountains yeah let's go to the mountains pretty yeah much pretty yeah. much <laughs> but then there's this challenger in you that's right. like yeah i'll do that in yep. fact <laughs> yeah definitely type a but like yeah. But a chill version. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, people always ask, like, am I stressed? You know what I mean? Like, I have a growing business and I'm homeschooling and am I stressed? I'm like, like what is there to be <laughs> stressed about? I mean, I just, like, it's like things don't go your way. Whatever. You know, we just. You seem like you roll yeah. with the punches easily. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I initially wanted to interview because I thought, well, defy the norm. I'm like, she's homeschooling her kids and running a business. <laughs> And loves living in an RV, which is an amazing combo. Right. I mean, who would? I don't know why everybody in the world doesn't want that combo. Yeah, it's I, so it's, great. It is. <laughs> but you have to be with certain wiring to think it's great because it's. Right. Um, I think for us, if you can correct me if I'm wrong, we love the challenge of it. 
there's always some element to like problem solve or something new but at the same time there's this like ease like you don't have, you mentioned like tell us why you didn't um like living the traditional <laughs> <In> lifestyle <laughs> Um, yeah, so my husband um, traveled about three weeks out of the month for work, and we lived in um, the Midwest, <laughs> so really cold weather, you know, weather, um, and actually back when I was in PT school, I did a clinical, uh, a rotation down in Florida, and it was like, we were newly married, and I was like, I think, like, in my mind, I've always been like, I want sun, right, like, we only yes. get, you know, let's say March to... September sun and warm weather and I was like this is like my chance to see like am I really a winter like a sun beach winter person and so I did a clinical all by myself down in Florida for five months and um, that was kind of like the writing on the wall like I'm not this I was not where we're gonna always be um, so then yeah when like it got to be too hectic with a five and one-year-old in mm -hmm. Iowa, you know, pretty much just having my husband home, a, you know, a week at a time, I was like, let's just go, and he can fly out of anywhere, and we did it. Yeah, your <laughs> husband seems like he's pretty much up for whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think, <laughs> I wish I could, like, see his face when I brought this up. You know, like, we were weekend campers, but obviously saying, like, let's sell our dream home, we had only had it for... 15 months probably maybe less than two years by the time we sold it um but yeah it was we thought that was our dream home and it's yeah. amazing how dreams can change you know and that's kind of been something that I've I've kind of grown into and accepted that like physical therapy was a certain yeah. part of my life it fit that season of life and now this is the new season. We'll see yeah. What well, that's what makes me think you must have like some type of eight wing in you, um, because it's like it. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like you hit like a certain challenge, like maybe personal with career or with like okay, let me see if I can attain this, and then kids become that. Like okay, yeah. let me see if I can have kids. Okay, I had kids. Now, now we gotta like put them into this like structure of a house and feel like. I'm providing st right. stability and then all of a sudden you like hit that box at least for me I know it's like okay I've, I've hit all these boxes I have a business I have a kid kids I have the house I'm bored yeah. <laughs> like I need a new challenge yeah yeah was it kind of like that like it's yeah like, I appreciate it I'm super grateful but right. I'm like if, if every day feels like this for I'm just gonna be so bored right yeah that is exactly I've never really thought of it that way, like, as a challenge, like, yeah. And I, that's where, I, like, right now we're with bouncing between a house and an RV, and I miss just being in the RV, but I do just end up looking at, like, okay, well, it's a challenge, and we'll see where it goes. The, the hardest challenge right now for us is, honestly, when I, every time we hit, because we pretty much everywhere we want to go is driving the 15, then driving the 90, and then you cut up in Missoula to where our house is, and I'm so sick of that drive. <laughs> I am so done with, like, oh, gosh, I'm going to get to a point where right. after this trip, because we have our big fifth wheel, I, go, I have to take the freeways, but I'm like, we're going to have to start detouring and finding different ways, because, yeah, I'm, even my, and, and I do all the driving, or my daughter, my oldest daughter does, and she's the same way we, like, start, like, no, it's your turn, you have to drive this <laughs> section, wait, I drove this section, because we're literally driving it, 
at least once each way each month, if not more. And since January, we've driven it like wow. 10 times. It's so boring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, okay, I'm done, ready for another. Uh, in case you miss, wow. like, wow, we're, we're camping in San Hollow and the sunsets here the last few nights have just been incredible. Yeah. I, uh, I really enjoy like this part of the <laughs> country. It's been really wow. nice. Yeah. So tell me about your business then, because you pro so you were physical therapist and now you crochet hats. I mean, that could not have been right. an easy transition <laughs> in some ways who like someone who likes challenge. Right. That's the big one too. They're like, you have to be in that. I can't sit still long enough to crochet a hat. So, yeah, um, yeah. So in 2015, I was expecting our daughter, our third child, and um, I like. So when I I worked in outpatient orthopedic um, when I had my oldest, and okay. then my husband was traveling, and we were required to have two late nights. So 7:30, my receptionist had to watch. Our second like our child yeah like while I was working and working with patients like definitely not professional but I was like a new mom and you know what what do you do and so then I, I got um when we were expecting our second I moved to a skilled facility where I could kind of like work my own hours you know if I had a doctor appointment I could you know leave for two hours as long as I saw the patients for a certain number of hours that's what worked and so I thought this is what's going to happen we'll just have another child and then we found out we were having a daughter, and I'm like, all right, wait, like, <laughs> I'm not, I can't work. Like, this is, you know, and so I quit, and I thought I was going to work, like, part-time or PRN um, on the weekends, and so I was like, well, I need something to keep my hands strong, because I did a lot of manual oh. therapy um, and manipulation-type things, and so I just was like, a new challenge. I need a lifelong learner. I need to learn something and to accomplish something. And so I was like, well, I'll crochet, like, yeah. and donate hats. And so I crocheted and donated to our children's hospital in Des Moines. And um, then I was struggling, like, as a new mom to just keep my life together. Like, and so I was like, I need a hat to wear because I can't get ready. Like, I can't do anything. And so I crocheted a slouch hat, and people started asking about it. Um, so I was solving my own problem of messy, dirty mom hair, <laughs> and people wanted the hat. And so um, I just started selling, like, periodically or, like, at markets. And then, um, that, yeah, that was in 2016. I, like, officially, like, did an LLC. And, wow. And now, what, six years? You could have started jujitsu instead. That would have yeah. kept your hands strong. Right. <laughs> and then I, could I do that with kids? Like, at least I could, like, kind of crochet... Yeah, with and the kids napping, you know. Yeah, I could just see you like pop propping a pillow at a knee to like <laughs> breastfeed a kid and right. then like oh, yeah. crocheting on yeah. the side. Yeah, I could, I I could like with our third, I nursed her like the entire whatever year and a half, and I could, like with the way that I crochet, I could like hold her here and nurse, and I would, like, it was yeah. How long does it take do. you to make one hat? Um, like an adult hat with two colors is like. 35 minutes wow that's amazing yeah I I don't know and then that's something like people ask how do you how did you get so fast and I'm like <laughs> I watched some videos I mean I think part of it is like I was an athlete and then I did you know physical therapy so I think my hand-eye coordination is good I don't know I just picked it up and she, yeah so if you don't know Brooke is it she's an overachiever <laughs> she by the end of this interview I'll be like yeah so maybe I'm gonna flip those eight nine you just seems to <laughs> 
comp of a nine overall peacemaker so it's like is it peacemaker and then challenge or challenge then peacemaker probably challenge first yeah so she might, yeah yeah, I have to. I'll have to take a test. <laughs> I'll get back to you. <laughs> and it's so weird because we, uh, I don't know, how we see ourselves. It just depends on the environment, like how you would test when you're living in a house and like, oh, my, but I'm all about this until right. you're in a new environment. And oh like, yeah. Oh wait, I didn't realize I'm all about this instead. Right. That's funny. Thirty-five minutes is impressive because I look at like how. What was it when you first started? You know, I didn't have enough. Like. You didn't I, I have didn't, a set time, like, to no, start to finish. It was that a you, di- yeah, it was a different, like, obviously, phase of life. Like, three kids under yeah. five or four and just... It's, like, equivalent to drowning. It it's was so yeah, hard. Yeah, I, don't, I honestly don't know. Like, I don't remember that Do you phase. feel like you blocked like, I feel, it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you feel so, I feel so, like, kind of feel bad. But I know it was, like, a hectic time. Like, I don't remember <laughs> anything. I mean, it's like my trick is because my kids will ask me about certain things about back then. And I'm like... Uh, like you guys, that's not why you're proud that I'm your mom. <laughs> what we did today, or what we'll do, like go right. climb and go this. Like I don't remember, and they just laugh. They know, right. but my fifth is a little more sensitive about me. I have to like just fake it. <laughs> she asked me last night actually, how much did I weigh when I was born? I'm like, hmm, seven three. Yeah, definitely seven three. Yeah, I just say that you got bigger at each child. Like my daughter was like almost two times what my son. Like, really? My first was. So I'm like, I just know. Happy that it was done. Yeah, it's uh, been. Yeah, and do you feel like your kids like the birth story fits their personality at all? Because mine yeah. totally do. Like I don't know. If you, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't. I don't know because I only had my fifth at home as like a home birth, and it was in a way like the most pleasant birthing experience. But mm-hmm. she is definitely the hardest child I have. So I don't know, maybe it's right. the inverse, but I don't, yeah. I don't, and yeah. my fourth, who I ended up having this, like, last minute C-section, because his head is so big, is kind of, in some ways, my easiest child, but, yeah, what do you, tell me about bad. yours. Uh, my first was, like, water broke, got the epidural, he came, like, an hour or two later, like, it, like, my, like, ideal plan, right? Second one, um, <laughs> my, like, I woke up from a nap and we were going to a barbecue, and my husband's like, oh, how do you feel? Perfect, it's going to be another two weeks. My water broke. My brother was at our house, so he watched our oldest, and um, it was like a 20-minute drive to the hospital, and I don't remember anything. Like, I, cu- I couldn't tell him my name, my date of birth. My husband had to help me onto the table, and... He was born. We don't know what time. There was no nurse. They didn't know my name. Like, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And he's been a spitfire. Like, keeps you on your toes. Oh, that's like, funny. My first is a type, total type A. Like, went along with kind of how it was And just, planned. like, mellow. Yeah. And then our third, I had to be induced. But then once they broke my water, it was within, like, minutes. Oh, well. No, you know, no medicine or anything. Yeah. Um, and she's just, like... She's kind of like that. Like, she goes 100%, and then she's, like, totally mellow and just... It's just... It's kind of funny, like... Yeah. Maybe it's the second child that just did it. (laughs) (laughs) He keeps his own intelligence. Then you'll know their personalities. Maybe he's the type 7 of your family. Because Jariah's our type 7, and so with 7s, everything's about fun. And he, like, he says 
he almost dropped me climbing today. I'm trying to like, he's 12 and I'm trying to get him to like step up and be a little bit more self-responsible. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to trust him. I give him the gree-gree. Do you rock climb? Have you ever rock climbed? Um, I used belay at a, walk, a rock wall, and um, but I broke my foot in soccer, so I couldn't ever climb. I just had to help people. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, well, let's tell Charlotte's soccer stories next. He... He's so like, he's so happy. We have to yell at him because every night when we go to bed, he's like, I love you, I love you, I love totally you. Like, oh my gosh, enough, okay? I'm gonna punish you if you say it again. Right. And, and I go, I'm trying to build him more self-responsible. So with a gree-gree, it kind of auto locks. Hmm, kind of. So I'm like, I'm gonna trust you, all right? You belay me, which get to the top, okay, bring me down. And he must have opened it all the way because it was like free falling for 20 feet. <laughs> and I just get to the bottom like, I'm not even talking to you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If you say sorry again, you're just doing push-ups until we're done. I can't believe. It's because you don't pay attention. You don't, like, you're so in your own world of like, I'm just so happy, yeah, da, da, da. Like, focus. And yeah, he, he's just, ah, uh, he's, he's so happy and great, but it's like for him to be, to pay attention and not like you're lucky you didn't kill me today you know that you're lucky okay i'm living another day but you know you would have felt bad if you killed me right now <laughs> there's nothing wrong with making your kids feel guilty right <laughs> okay maybe there is but <laughs> is your, so your second's kind of like that yeah he's very like he'll wake up and just is like turned on like he you know is smiling and just his his mind never stops um too smart for his own good um but he just, it, the respons like the responsibility type thing, like he just, it, yeah. And it's probably like because your oldest is so responsible yeah. that he ends up picking up the slack, you think? Or, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. Like, um, yeah. Do yeah. they get along well? Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Pretty much. I think that's a huge benefit. People look at... Um, I don't know, I was reading somebody's post today on Instagram about like, oh, but your kids, they miss out on friends or that thing. Like, we're making our kids, they're each other's best friends. Right. It's kind of a cool thing, I yeah. think. And our kids, I mean, we've met so many families, obviously, on the road. Um, and it's been really interesting. So this will be, June will be our second year. So we, like, we went back our first, like, right before we um, set out. So like, let's say August of 2019. And then we went back last year in the summer. And it's been really interesting to see the old friendships. Even though they've communicated via, like, FaceTime and we've written letters, the friendship is different with regards to, like, my son just still has his childhood. Like, even at nine. And his friends, like, if we went to the, we went to the park and had playdates, they wanted to sit on their electronics and mm -hmm. didn't want to play. And my oldest was like, okay. Like, I'm going to go play with these yes. random kids at the park, you know. And we did, we had the discussion and just said, you know, it's okay to grow out of friendships, um, you know, and talked about that and that it was a responsible thing to do to just play and not, yeah, you know, worry about that. So it's it's been really cool to see and then to see the friendships, like, that are immediate on the road because there's the such like-minded yeah. people. Um, so, yeah, and they have friends from all over it's it's really cool yeah i yeah i see the benefit for sure mm -hmm. and my kids um i mean gabby's 20 and she's writing she's started a new business flow state warriors and is working on writing her memoir about this but it's all basically rooted in like 
that same thing that every time we'd go back and she'd see her friends, they kind of, I don't want to say rejected her. I mean, they were right. nice, but they were kind of shallow rejecting, right. like, oh, well, they're on their phones, they care about he said, she said, mm -hmm. this person, and she's like, hi, I can't have any deep conversations about like, oh, well, this is what's cool in the world, or I did this, right. I'm like, I went out and engaged in the world. Mm -hmm. You guys are caught up in like, like this faux uh, hierarchy, I guess, of right. who's cool and who's not, and she, and Isabel too went through this with her friends, and she's like, man, in the end though, like it was hard at the time, but in the end, she's like, I have so much self-worth and I have purpose. I'm like, I have right. a couple different businesses now and I'm yeah. like excited about climbing. And yeah. so she's working on that, but it was, it was hard. Yeah. I remember moments when, um, I think we were in Europe at the time and it was like prom season yeah. and they're like looking through an Instagram and I'm like, oh, you guys okay? I'm like, yeah, they're, they're, it was like, they're feeling a little bit. I'm like, just right. shut it off. Like, right. don't look, it's, yeah. it's not worth it. And like, and then now she'll look back and say, like, yeah, I'm so glad. But at the time, right. there's a disconnect for sure. Oh, yeah. And I could see that, like, looking back after. I mean, we I went to traditional school, like, did all that. And, I, yeah, like, I, I don't, it, I wouldn't miss it if I didn't do, you know what I mean, if I didn't. Like you're thankful went. for who it made you today, but it's not like, oh, my gosh, I need my kids to experience right. that element. Right. right, And our kids, I mean, we've. Obviously, the pandemic has changed yeah. things a little bit, but, like, they played soccer in Florida, um, so we stayed there for, like, eight weeks, and they okay. played soccer, so they, had, you know, did the whole team thing, um, and then the past two years, we were supposed to play baseball in Arizona, and then the pandemic happened, yeah. so they haven't, but, um, you know, like, they, yeah, they get, it's such more meaningful connections on the road than yeah. they could have in the eight hours they spent with their friends at school. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. Do you like homeschooling or? Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, surprisingly. And I mean, I never thought I was going to do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> homeschool. Um, but I think, I, I mean, I'm a total, life, like I said, lifelong learner. So I think to see the kids each find their, like, own interests yeah. has been, like, eye-opening. And, like, our middle <laughs> kiddo, who's typically, I mean, he typically is very happy. Um, but he had, like, it may have been the time of, like growing up so he would have been like who didn't pre-k so like four or five he would at the end of the day have like meltdowns like he's so happy but then he'd have his meltdown and when we started in the rv he was like i need my own time but he wasn't getting that during the day at school like yeah it was con this constant like a lot like overstimulated yeah and so you know he started and it was like immediate like change personality yeah. and so now he knows like if he starts he just, he needs some alone time, and and I would have yeah. never known that. Like, it probably would have been this ongoing, like, Like, the phone calls, thing. Like, why like, can't your child do this? Right. There's nothing wrong with him. He's right. normal. Oh, we yeah. all need this. We all need timeouts yeah. during the right. day. Right, exactly. Like, just go sit in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Have some quiet time. <laughs> no, but it, that, so that's been, like, really good to, like. Yeah. Because they were spending eight hours a day. Yeah. with someone else sometimes you feel like the flip side I at least I have sometimes with my younger ones at least like they're almost too time rich yeah there's some that and it's not a bad thing but it is something like that's a different challenge you have to find mm -hmm. ways to focus their attention like they have so much time on their hands yeah and the older ones it's easier because at a uh, so my younger 10 and 12 but they're getting close to this age 
The others, by the time they hit 14, I'd be like, okay, you have to put it into some entrepreneurial business. Like mm -hmm. Your kids are almost old enough to like, here, start making a hat. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. My 10-year-old can like do simple crochet. Okay. Um, but yeah. So you have to find, I'm sure your husband will think of some entrepreneurial thing for them oh, yeah. in the next year or two because sure. <laughs> he seems like he's, he's on it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think my middle kiddo said he, I mean, he could do like anything. Like he's just, you know, I, and I like have like messaged multiple moms who homeschooled and I'm like, so we were doing like regrouping, right? Like, okay, you know, when it's 10, oh, yeah. and I try to talk to him, you know, like talk it through to him. And he's like, well, yeah, if it's 10, then the zero goes here and then I have to put the one in the 10 spot. And I was like, Texting my husband, like, so if he gets it <laughs> without me explaining it, do I continue? Do I, you know, like, he oh, just, yeah. right. I show no, it, and yeah. it's like, in his mind, and he understands, okay, the ones go here, tens, you know. Yeah, easy, let's, yeah, yeah perfect. And, and yeah. so he's the type that, like, he could do anything, but he'll probably have, like, a stand-up paddleboard shop that's very yeah. successful somewhere. You know, yeah. and just do whatever he loves, and... And if you're listening to your homeschool kids, you absolutely, they're done. If they get it, they're done. I right. used to tell my kids, like... <laughs> Yeah, like, we just do it until you get it. If you get it in one problem, we're done. If right. I can present you a problem tomorrow and you remember what I taught you yesterday, we're done for the day. Yes. <laughs> and that was it. I don't even, I have to say, I never thought I'd be an unschooler, but I've just given up with my last two. I don't recommend it for everyone. I just, with, it, I'm just choosing a different yeah. path right now. Yeah, we, I mean, I follow a curriculum just because of my type A, like, <laughs> you know, well, and, and I think part of it was that I never, so, like, so our oldest was and had finished second grade. So he had like, I never taught anyone to read, right? Like they did the work. Yeah, right. They did the work. So then when I had to like, and then our second one was reading by like four-year-old preschool. So I didn't really have to teach him. But then my daughter was like, oh, I don't know how to <laughs> teach reading. So I need a curriculum to like figure it out. So, but we definitely like, we've loosened the. Oh, we're not, yeah. <laughs> I don't even, yeah. I was going to say, I never thought I would. My first three they got, um, they got a work, or a, what would you call it, like a schedule at the beginning. Every Monday morning, they got a notebook with a schedule that said 9 a.m. to 9.15. This is what we're doing, 9.15 to 9.45. <laughs> it was outlined to a T, like happy face stickers if you could. Right. But, yeah, and I think that's, I think I just got, I'm like, I've been there, done that. It's like a right. new challenge. I'm right. like, oh. That just sounds so boring to sit there. And I've told my husband many times, like, hey, if you want to teach them, you go ahead. It's I don't mind, mm -hmm. but I'm not doing it anymore. Right. <laughs> and instead of like, yeah, we just try to work on, I don't know, like my fourth, the one that's like your second, is very, picks up on things really quick. I mean, he probably, he, and he just listens, like overhears mm -hmm. everything. So I'm sure he's going to, my, my youngest is so, she's going to have, yes, some crocheting yeah. business or something. That's so awesome. I, I don't know. It's just, I but the world's so crazy, it's just more important, I feel like, for them to be happy and right. kind of in tune with what's going on inside mm -hmm. them. And right, yeah. That's, that's a full-time job yes. right there, just keeping them happy. <laughs> exactly. They will yeah. be way better off if they're just happy human beings. Yeah, I think we're at the stage where food just makes my 10-year-old have, like, that's all he thinks about right now is food. food. Like, that's a huge thing, though, because we had a lot of years where it was just our life revolved around meal prep yeah. and cleaning up. Mm -hmm. And if you have more than one child, even with one child, but more than one child, food prep and cleanup is like a third of your day. It's right. a big deal.
deal. And so teaching, don't you think like that self-responsibility, will they help with preparing oh, yeah, the they, meals and yeah, then cleaning love, them? Yeah. Like that's teaching so many good life skills. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I don't think, I think if we were living in a home or a traditional life, like I would be too busy to want them to help. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was like, well, okay, we only have this amount of time to like, yeah, like you could to, be more efficient. At yeah, it. so you guys don't bother me. <laughs> that yeah. is that sounds. I mean, because I remember those days like it wasn't that long ago. Um, you know, you get home from school. It's, you know, four thirty or something, yeah. and you have just like, go do your homework, leave yeah. me alone for a little bit. Let yeah. me just make, yeah. And now it's like three o'clock. You can probably already like okay, start food prepping a little bit for dinner. Mm -hmm. Like we can take our time through that process yeah. and yeah. make it a little more enjoyable. It's. It's huge. It's such a great. I love that part. Yeah, it's like a food they, is. It yeah. really like brings your family together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they've loved like trying new foods on the road too. You know, like Thai is one of our favorite like foods <laughs> to eat Thai food. Um, but yeah, it's been fun to like let them experience things that they've, you know, we would not explore or go outside of our comfort zone. Yeah, we'd go to the same restaurant or you know handful of restaurants if we were back home. So, right, right, you get. Definitely Great. in I your mean, routine, you, yeah. easy habits. Okay, so let me ask a couple hard questions. I always have to think of hard ones. So, your kids are at that age. I remember distinctly. They're they're seven, no, five, yep. eight, and ten. Uh, five, yeah. So they all have summer birthdays. So our oldest just turned ten, so then seven and five. So they'll okay. two, yeah. So I remember back when I was that, and I, you know, I'm like really passionate about rock climbing and about surfing and I played high school soccer but there's that window kind of where you're at that I didn't as a human being get to be Robin I was just mom and I never I didn't even think about it at the time but are you are you already thinking about like oh my gosh there's gonna be this moment where I get to like go be Brooke and that I'm really looking forward to um I kind of feel like that's maybe like my creative like the business is kind of my no I'm projecting out for you I can tell because you're like super athletic <laughs> so it, it, that's okay like that you haven't thought about it but yeah. I could just tell you I'm telling you Brooks and we call it like we're gonna be interviewing in five years like oh my gosh I just <laughs> sent this 511 because she's probably even like crazier yeah weight ratio than me yeah do you miss playing soccer I miss the competitive aspect. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like, my body's not like, you know, my core is just not the same. <laughs> Let me think. You're so 10 years old, I'm trying to remember. Tati was, let's see, she was born in 2010, so my oldest was 11. So pretty close. When I, that was about the age. Danny was, the oldest was 11, Tati was one. So it took me until she was done breastfeeding. I didn't even think about playing soccer. I didn't even think about any sport in that decade of having kids. That's why I brought it up, because I was mm -hmm. like, what? Like, if somebody right. told me you're gonna do something, no, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just like, surviving. Well, I mean, I was enjoying it, but I was like, no, like, everything's about them. And my sister, who's very competitive, and I'm, I mean, we're not competitive with, but we're like, we're both really active. She's like, oh, I came back to San Diego, let's play indoor soccer, and I'm like, oh, what? I haven't played soccer in like 12 years. I don't know if I can play soccer. Really? Okay. And then like you step back on the field. And oh, this is addicting yeah. again. Yeah. We, I mean, I go, well, I haven't gone back this past year because it didn't happen, but like I'd go back for our alumni 
like college soccer, you know, <laughs> one, one time a year or whatever. Um, but I mean, I could see if we like slowed down that I would probably play an adult league, but um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. There'll be, there'll I'm just be a happy physical to get challenge. like up and down the stairs sometimes with my knees. Like, <laughs> so it's like the cobbler, your knees bother you a lot? Yeah. yeah. It's like the cobbler's kids have no shoes, you're the physical therapist, yeah. and your knees are bothering you. Yeah, it's because I don't have time to, to work on my core and my hips. Like, I know <laughs> what I need to do. <laughs> it is, actually, that's funny, that's probably my biggest complaint about living in an RV, is that it's really hard to have space. I don't know, maybe your RV is more spacious than ours, but ours is not. Enough space to, like, do yoga every day and do the rehab that I need right. to do to stay on top of. So that's the benefit. We go back to Polson, we'll do a ton of yoga and hours of MFR and all these things that like body work and then I get to go play and like beat up my body for two weeks right and then go back to it but yeah that part's been nice Mm -hmm. that's one of the very few things um well you never know if we'll go surf in Florida next oh I would love to I would love to try surfing or skiing I've actually never like snow like snow skiing I think it's because I despised the weather I mean, like, seasonal depression is so real. I mean, and I don't, I knew it was present when we lived, like, in Iowa, because that's all I ever really knew, except for my, my, like, rotation. Um, But then once you had so much sun, and, like, just, just the light, um, I was like, I, I don't know, like, between raising children and then this, you know, the dreary weather, it's crazy, like. And I know now, I would have known before what you're talking about because born and raised in California, I'm like, son, that's just normal. But we did try one time to live in Colorado for a couple months. And the cold was hard, but it's always sunny where we were. Mm -hmm. And then we went to Polson. And it doesn't snow that much, but it is always gloomy. And it's horrible. I I told you when we first met, like, by January 1st, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. This is not me. Yeah. And it's the weirdest thing because it, like, it affects your cells like at a mm-hmm. different level. And I guess you're right. Like to me, I knew the difference because I was always in the sun. Right. But yeah, once you experience mm-hmm. sun, like now we know why the southern states are so crowded. Oh yeah, yeah. And we spent so last winter we spent Florida, or we spent our time in Florida, and then went across to Arizona. So I mean, for like November to April, we were in primarily sun. And then we went back to Iowa, and even just, even just the clouds. Like my kids were like, "Mom, look at the clouds! Like we haven't seen clouds. We don't see many clouds in like, I mean in Florida you do, but in Arizona like, you rarely see clouds. And so it was so interesting that they picked up on that. Yeah. You know, and just that it, you know, even if it was semi sunny, like you know, if it gets partly cloudy, it's still just you just don't feel like motivated or like. Yeah. It was crazy that they even like noticed it, but. So I'm hepping myself up for when we get back to Iowa. <laughs> That's cool. Well, it's good to know that, like, I'll just, because I'm so much older, I think, so much more wrinkled than you, that there was a time when I remember feeling like it was sports, what? Right. And then now it's like I never thought then that I'd be, like, waking up to, like, what sport am I doing today? Because yeah. that's, uh, and we hadn't skied either, really, until. It's nice when your kids get to be the age where they're the driving I force. I feel like we're like you're close. We we, yeah. we hit that six mile you know hike, you know a couple weeks ago, and I'm like we're so close. Like I felt like it's these we've hit these stages of we can go out to dinner and like enjoy ourselves. Yeah. Not have to like feed the kids and then take home our dinner. 
So we're at that point where we can have dinner. Because your five-year-old will turn six. Yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 totally worth enjoying the process. I mean, you probably oh, yeah. still have another like year or two before. Like, yeah, but I could totally see when they hit about eight. Yeah, because you probably see your middle child could yeah. probably yeah. do a lot. Yeah. Oh, I could totally see her like getting on a snowboard and just. Oh yeah. <laughs> she's she's fearless. She actually um, broke her arm the first day we went full time. Oh no. Out of the RV. <laughs> Which is why we have that second railing there. It's pretty, I mean, it's sad, right. but it, it was, is probably a little bit true. like, I can't believe she like, falls out of the RV. Is, is this, this a sign? Start? Like, is this the start of it? Yeah. Is the universe trying to tell me we should make a bad decision? And it was like this, like, it was. It was this moment of, oh, what are, you know, is this a sign that we shouldn't do it? But also, so in PT school, they always said, this is the break that you never want to see, and it's called the dinner fork deformity where you break both your ulna and radius so it looks like a dinner fork like oh my that. goodness so that's what she i'd never seen it before except on my own yeah. daughter like in this new transition of season of life like it was but she had it off in time for like the end of summer and she could swim so and then we went to florida so then <laughs> it was oh, a good time <laughs> but yeah i was like oh it was crazy all right, well, I'm going to wrap this up, even though we're going to stay and just chat, but you listeners, that's all you get to hear. You have to, come, you have to come full-time travel to hear the rest. So if you want the raddest hats, you definitely need to check out Be Happy Designs, right? Yep. yep. B-E-H-A-P-P-E. Yes. Designs. I'll definitely have the links in the show notes so you can see, but they are so, they are so cool. They thank really you. You have an amazing talent. So thank you for, for joining me today. Thank you.